Hello and welcome to Extraordinary with myself, Tobias Dahlberg. This podcast is about you and it's for you. It's about your journey from your ordinary to your extraordinary. I'm on a mission to help you dive inside yourself, to connect with your deepest truth, to face yourself, to find your best, highest self, to inspire and to empower you to follow your bliss to develop the courage, the confidence, to expand your identity, your belief in what is possible for you, and to take on your life's mission and create the future you want. And to do that, you need to think extraordinary thoughts and you need to take extraordinary action. It's my belief that every person, no matter who you are and where you're from and where you're at, you have infinite potential inside of you You can create the life you truly want, to be fulfilled, to live in creation and beauty, to create everything you want, the future you want to see. And entrepreneurship is one of the best ways to do that. It's the canvas. It's the vehicle for positive change in the world. In this podcast, we mainly cover three areas, your personal mastery, your brand building, and your entrepreneurship. So if you like this podcast, I ask you, subscribe to it, please review it, And also, why not visit thefutureacademy.com and forward slash training, and you can find a lot of free training. You can also follow our YouTube channel. We have plenty more contacts. We are here to support you on your journey to extraordinary. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey there, welcome to today's episode. Tobias here. And so today, I want to talk about one of the most important concepts in business, period, and that's positioning. And so you've heard about positioning before. I don't doubt that. Um, The question is, how well positioned are you in terms of your brand, your business, maybe you as a person in life? Um, I'm going to give you a simple framework that I've uh, developed over my years in brand consulting, more specifically about 15 years. And uh, I use this all the time. I use it as I coach our our, um, students, our clients in our programs. I use it on myself. And quite frankly, I feel like this is always very difficult. Um, I feel like sometimes like, oh, I nailed it. And other times I feel like it's not clear. It's not relevant. It's it's not there. So um, why I'm sharing that is I believe positioning is something we always need to be aware of. We always need to be working on it in some ways, because even if we discover a positioning that we really like, everything is always, always moving. The world is moving, customer perceptions, um, your knowledge, your place in the marketplace is moving. So this will make sense to you as we get into the tool. So to really understand this, since we're doing this on a podcast right now, if you have a piece of you know paper and a pen, uh, I'd like you to draw three circles and like in a Venn diagram. So you have one circle on top and then you have two circles and together they you know, cross over each other so that at the center there is a sweet spot. Now, um, if you don't understand what I mean, you could go and check out our Instagram and you can see a picture of this. Um, scroll down to uh, January the 28th, 2022, and you'll see what I mean. So this diagram, so let's say we have these three circles. They represent three areas that you must consider when crafting your positioning. 
And this works also for thinking about new ideas, offerings. But let's stick to positioning. First of all, I forgot to get into what does positioning actually mean. Well, positioning is a concept that is, um, is designed to help you get clarity and become more intentional in terms of that one thing that sets you apart, that it both sets you apart from the market, but also that is or should be highly relevant to your ideal customer. If it isn't, it's not going to work. And we'll get to that. But positioning is essentially a part of who you are, your identity, all the things that you do. It's not all of what you do. It's actually only a part. You can think about it as the tip of the iceberg. There's something about you and me that is very similar, probably, even though I don't know who you are. Let's say we're human, unless you're an animal, which <laughs> probably isn't true. Um, but there's something that is similar about us, but there's also something that is different about us. So if we had to compete, uh, we would have to dig out that thing that sets us apart if we want to be chosen by someone. In, in, in the case of business, obviously, it's the customer that decides. So why should they choose you and why should they choose me? That's like the most important question in any business. And so the answer to that question, you know, there could be many reasons why people choose one brand over the other, one company, one product, one person, obviously. But um, as a strategy, positioning sets out to clarify at least one thing that would make people uh, see that offering brand person different, uh, the difference that they have. So think about a large bank, for example, like they all seem like, like these massive institutions and they're good at a lot of things. There's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes, but as a consumer, the touch point that you really care about might be just your mobile app and the customer service. And for some reason, they still don't answer the phone. They, um, they don't think that answering the phone immediately, serving customers better would give them an advantage, maybe position themselves. But let's not get into that. This is my personal frustrations and problems that I have with banks and insurance companies and so forth. But anyways, the, you know, those banks, they, they have so much that they do that they're good at, yet we often fail to see how they're different. Therefore, it's hard to convince ourselves to choose one bank over the other. And the same goes for insurance companies, mobile phone companies, like all these big giants that we use. Um, they tend to be in the commodity business, all of them. And quite frankly, I don't understand why they don't have the, the, um, the guts or the audacity to go for a clear position and give up parts of the market. It feels, at least where I live in Finland, it feels like everyone's trying to embrace the whole market. Anyways, that's a topic for another episode. But so positioning, very, very important. It's really that thing that makes people choose you or not choose you. Uh, and, and when I say that, I want to clarify. There might be other reasons, but positioning is usually the main reason how you are seen, your brand, the heart of your brand is in essence your positioning. Now, and again, like a human being, your identity has other qualities. There are other qualities to you, but positioning is that North Star, uh, is that 
um, tip of the iceberg. I'm sure you get that. So let's get into the framework for building out your positioning, for exploring different alternatives before you choose one positioning. Now let's get, get back to the circles. So I want you um, to, in the top circle, if you can visualize this or if you write this on a piece of paper, the top circle, I want you to write outside the, the circle, I want you to write customer. And inside the circle, I want you to write the word relevance. And what that means is one of the three perspectives that you just simply need to uh, make work and first understand and then consider um, how that affects your positioning is the customer, obviously. In some ways, it's the most important because they are the ones who make the choice and customer choice is everything. And without customer choice, without people choosing you, you don't really have a business, do you? So customer choice and the keyword relevance is that in all the studies that have been made, we could argue that building a brand essentially comes down to two main factors. Um, it's difference and relevance. Um, in this model, I, I use a third word. Let's get to that. But we want to first understand who we need to be relevant to because the broader your target group, the less relevant you can be to them. If you're for everyone, you're really for no one because you can't please everyone. You might have some personal understanding of that, maybe in your relationship or something. You know what it's like. You can't please someone. <laughs> um, that's not a good example. I get that. But let's say you, um, you're you trying to please too many people. It doesn't work. You have to have relevance. And the more you niche down, the fewer people you focus on, the more your relevance goes up. That's the whole point with focusing and niching. So... Uh, in this territory, in this area, you want to look for, you know, the decision first of who are we going to focus on? And secondly, what do these people really want in terms of an outcome? What do they want in terms of why they want what they want, the deeper values, the beliefs, but also how they like to achieve their goals and sort of kind of really map out all those different things that arise there and really focus on the top one to three things. Secondly, we have another circle here on the right, so below the top circle. And uh, outside the circle, I want you to write the word market. And inside the circle, I want you to write the word difference. So the market, you could argue the customers are part of the market, sure. But the market, the way we could define that is the market essentially is made of customers, but it's really all also made of um, competitors. It's also you know, everything that is that is happening in the space, in the industry, in the segment, in the category where you play. And so you need to define where you play your market. And you also need to understand who else plays there, not just studying your competitors, but understanding how they um, are um, providing choices for your customer that in their frame of reference in their mind affect their decision. So because if you're not, if you're in a monopoly, it's different. But for the rest of us who are not monopolies, um, we need to always consider the other choices that customers have and also the market forces, the changes, the trends, things that are going on that might shape how customers think of you and your offering and the world because all these things factor in. So the third circle, the last one on the left here, on the low left, 
we have the, I want you to write the word company outside the circle and authenticity inside. And so that's the third word that I think is like, if relevance and difference are the two main words, the most important words for brand strategy for positioning, then authenticity is the third one. And what I mean by that is, if you discover something that is very important to the customer, a problem you can solve and you think of a way you can do that and think about building a brand, positioning, finding a big kind of idea above and beyond your products and services and think, okay, we're going to own that. So that's going to be relevant to customers. Great. Check in the box. Now then, is that difference? Is, you know, is there a difference there? Is, it, is there a space in the market that we can own and set ourselves apart so it becomes clear to people who we are, um, how we're different, and of course, ultimately, how, why they should choose us? So the, the test for that, essentially, if you can find something that you can uh, own in an authentic way, then it's a check in the box. It's yes. If it's not, don't do it. And what I mean is, there are a few things here that play in. So your authenticity is really like, who are you really as a person? Are you an expert brand, freelancer, solopreneur? If you're a company, the same thing. Like, who are you? What are you already perhaps known for? Like, what's your current brand image? What are you actually really good at? And what are you not so good at? Because the worst thing is to try to fake yourself into being something you're not. Like, sure, there should be room for growth. So you don't have to, you know, you don't have to position yourself based on exactly what you're today. You could, you could, there could be a little bit of vision involved. So, hey, we want to position ourselves as the most premium alternative in the space. And here's how we're going to do it. And you might not be there yet, but just beware that your positioning and the authentic truth about yourself, your brand needs to be aligned. Otherwise, it won't happen. And the same, um, of course, uh, concerns if you have a team. So, you know, the culture, the, the roots are going to be in your culture. I've been part of so many brand strategy projects, um, several hundred, in fact, in the last 15 years. And every time that I was facilitating the process and coming up with some ideas and the client was involved and we ended up somewhere which wasn't really rooted in authenticity... It didn't really work out because the culture doesn't permit it. If we want to believe the entrepreneur, the owner, the top management leadership wants to believe that the company is capable of transforming itself in short term, that, that could be hard. If we think we're a service-minded company, but we're really a very product-focused company, it's going to be a hard transition. It's not impossible. Nothing is impossible. But it's hard. It's probably going to take some time. So if you're one of those um, operators, mobile operators or banks or something, and now you're like, oh, fintech companies are coming to get us. We need to transform. Yeah, exactly. That's what Kodak also said to themselves, I'm sure. Or that's what uh, companies like um, Blockbuster probably um, saw coming. I don't think they missed that. I think they were just like, they had built such a big tanker uh, that big, built such a big ship that it was very hard to, to, sh to shift it. That's why you should play to your strengths. Anyway, so all in all, we have three areas here. We have customer, market, company. We're looking for relevance, difference, and authenticity. And the sweet spot are those ideas, those big, bold, simple ideas 
that you can get behind, that your company, your team can get behind and own. And the best ideas are bold and simple. And the challenge, the biggest challenge is getting behind those ideas and living it, becoming it. The worst problem is nine out of 10 companies and people in general tend to think that brand building and branding is about you saying something different, looking different. That is wrong. That is part of it for sure. The thing is you need to become it. You know, it's like when you meet a person and they're not truly authentic, they say one thing, but they don't walk the talk. They come across as fake or inauthentic. And that's the worst thing uh, for your brand. In fact, it's going to kill your brand. You can't make promises. You can't keep The world has gone so transparent and with social media, the institutions, the brands, the companies don't have the power they used to. The customer has the power. The power is in the customer, in their minds, inside the customer, their minds, and in networks. Anyways, um, I think that's also a topic for a different podcast. But I wanted to give you this framework because most of us need to work on our positioning several times during a year. And uh, when we find something, I don't suggest that you change your positioning very easily. But what I do suggest is you test the underlying hypothesis that your positioning rests on. Because when they start to shake or break, then that's not a good thing for your, for your business, right? So understanding the changes, the trends, the changes in perception the changes in yourself, you see that constantly kind of being aware that positioning is that one thing that will determine uh, whether you will get people to choose you and come back for more. Positioning is, is again, I mean, I said this a couple of times, but it's probably the most important concept in business strategy, not only brand strategy. And in fact, if you want to geek out on this subject a little bit, Because a lot of people think that positioning is a brand and communications concept. What I mean is um, brand strategy, for the most part, people will develop a positioning and then they will communicate that difference. When in fact, the roots of positioning comes from business strategy. Because in business strategy, and you might know this, but they're basically two generic strategies. And you can read Michael Porter um, to understand his series. But you could be different and you could be the cheapest. Uh, in, in a way, both of, both of them are differentiating strategies. But um, since nearly no one can be the cheapest, we all have to be different. So that's kind of the core of business strategy, not only brand strategy. And uh, yeah, that's, that's how important it is. Positioning is strategy. Positioning is how you build your brand. Positioning is how or why you get chosen by customers, and that is everything for your business. Anyways, enough ranting and geeking out on the subject. If you're interested to have a dialogue with me, please comment. Um, If you're uh, seeing this on one of our podcasts, uh, sorry, one of our social media channels, please comment, and I'll be happy to um, uh, get into a conversation about positioning, and more importantly, um, help you out if you want to. So, Um, you can always uh, reach out to us and we'd be happy to help you either 
to build your brand, to build your business, or, or yeah, if you want to be a brand consultant, I also certify people who want to up their skills or just get into the game of brand consulting. It's a space I've been in for the last 15 years. Anyways, I wish you well, and thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon again. Hey, Tobias here, and I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope it gave you something to think about, some new ideas, some perspectives, and most importantly, I hope that it inspired you to take action, because without action, we never get to our extraordinary. Nothing great happens by only thinking about it all day long. And so, if you want help with taking action, whether that relates to your mindset, your identity, your beliefs, overcoming limiting beliefs, your personal mastery, or maybe you want to build your brand, your personal brand, your expert brand, or your company brand, Maybe you're tired of being a commodity and you want to stand out and stand for something and make it clear to people who you are and why they should choose you to command higher prices and dominate your industry, to be seen as not only one of the choices, but the choice, the best choice or the only choice. If that's you, reach out to us. And thirdly, if you want to get on the entrepreneurial journey of growth, scalability and freedom then also you should reach out to us. And the way to do that is to go to thefutureacademy.com forward slash meeting. We will get on a call with you. And no matter whether you end up working with us or not, I promise you, we are here to guide you forward. We will give you some good advice for moving forward in your business. There's no pressure to work with us, even though if we're a good fit mutually, we'd love to do that. But get on a call and we'll give you our best advice for you so that you could move forward and reach your goals and create the future that you want. Thanks so much again. And remember, live extraordinary.